3: Yes, you We're all the same. Saved by grace
4: is the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground. Time, Time to, to lay, lay your burden, burden down. down. Happy New Year to Tony. Yes. To Denver.
0: Too many buttons. Marv.
4: <laughs> Marv is sick. Poor Marv. Mm. Yeah. Marv is sick. Marv is never sick. But we have a special guest in the studio. Happy New Year to Ryan H. Hey, Ryan. Hello. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, good. Uh, pull the mic to, to you just a little bit there. or move up. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, Ryan is with us today. Uh, Ryan has uh, recently completed his 12 months at the Willamette Valley Campus of Adult Teen Challenge Men's mm-hmm. Center. woo
5: Oh, yeah. 12, oh, yeah.
4: 12 months Long months huh? In-house treatment
5: Yeah, I needed it though
4: yeah. Wow, so you're going to be sharing your experience, strength and hope today uh, He's going to be talking to us Here in a minute
2: A.K.A. Joe
4: remind, Tony, <laughs> Tony what you. Tony wants to <laughs> call me, that's okay I'm Okay, so any of you guys know what that soundbite at the beginning of the show was from? I was
2: wondering if that was a soundbite, but it was very goth for the new year
4: Very Very goth. I love (laughs) it. (laughs) I didn't realize that. It's from the Matrix. The Matrix.
2: I should have known that. Yeah.
4: Well. Happy two thousand eighteen, everybody. This is New Year's Day. We've made it through Christmas. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I, I had a, a picture of the Christmas tree after we took the ornaments off of it, and I said, and, and one of my new gnomes, and, and I said, the gnome and the naked Christmas tree. And Denver goes, "I'll bring the match."
0: <laughs> two of them, actually. I believe uh, Marcia's having a birthday, so I was going to bring two, two, two matches. matches. One, two one, one to light birthday. the candles, and one to strike the trees on
4: the sixth. Oh, nice. Yes, her birthday is on the sixth. That's right. Well, hey, so. Uh, <laughs> I just make myself uh, crack it's out. Do you want to bring a match to my tree?
2: Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, I do. So
4: now it needs three. So yes. does it feel like another year has gone by, Tony? To yes. To you? Does it? Yeah.
2: Yeah? It was a very long year, and I'm glad it's over. Actually, it, like I posted post on my Facebook, it started in pain but ended in peace.
4: Started in pain, ended in peace. Mm-hmm. Started with one P, ended with another P. Mm-hmm. Pee-pee. Pee <laughs> pee <Pee-pee. laughs> all I year long. You, the had the to, you had to go there, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about you, uh, Denver? Did...
0: Well, if you're on my Facebook page, uh, you can read the post. It's been a spectacular year. Just, right? uh, uh, marvelous things have been happening. So I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know seasons come and go, and I, I just uh, I'm very thankful for the ones that I've been through lately in 2017,
4: and right. looking forward to 18. Mm. Uh-huh. Good deal
5: yeah ryan 2017
4: was really interesting for you
5: yes uh you was, came
4: you came into the don't teach Challenge center not really the healthiest of guys right
5: yeah i was walking dead walking yes. dead yeah Ooh. and now you're walking around free alive and confident it's I, I don't even know how to explain it my my own self got me there right so i needed somebody else and that was Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. All
4: right. So we're going to be talking about more about that here
5: in uh, just a minute.
4: Mm-mm-mm. Let's see here. What is that? That's correct, friends. <laughs> it's time for Take 12 Recovery Radio's Stupid Is As Stupid Does News. Oh, I love this. <laughs> <Just> all right.
1: <laughs>
4: well, we all know that crime doesn't pay. However, sometimes it costs more than a suspect's freedom. Sometimes it costs their shame, and embarrassment, and humiliation. <laughs> really? No way. That's, that's weird. Never so, had that happen before. Here are five of 2017's dumbest criminals. Uh, number one, during a traffic stop for speeding, cops found drugs and a large wad of cash in the suspect's car. Mysteriously, somewhere in between the traffic stop and the strip search at the jail... The money seemingly disappeared by the time Pat Patterson, 26 years of age, reached the jail. Briefly confused, police realized what had happened when $20 bills started falling out of his rear end. (laughs) Not just the back of his pants, but literally falling out of his backside. So that means that he was shoving... $20 Twenty dollar bills. Oh
2: my god!
4: Mm. Could Never. you imagine
2: the paper cuts with those? Yeah. Oh dear God! What it burns car. when you go diarrhea. Can you imagine? paper <laughs> Good Well,
5: Lord. at least he had something there to wipe with, right. you know. Okay. Oh my ow! He yeah, had paper. right? That
2: made my butt hurt. Oh my! <laughs> oh sets. I couldn't even imagine. Happy
4: New Year! Oh, paper Lord. cuts. Who could have imagined paper cuts? Really. <laughs>
2: Can't even treat them and just oh.
4: Who's on the twenty dollar bill? Uh, isn't it Lynch? No, I don't Nobody knows. Isn't <laughs> it Andrew? Do I have
0: to pull one out? <laughs> <laughs> let here, let, no, me check. let me let see. me check my no, rear end. No, 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 that. was <laughs> Oh wait, <laughs> I have one. Oh, <laughs> I do, and it's
2: in my pocket.
4: All right, here we go. You, who's Jim Jackson. Jackson? Jackson. Andrew Jackson.
2: Oh, his first name is Andrew. I was right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my no, gosh. This
0: is going to roll well. <laughs> to Can I end. just say that we,
4: there's coffee on, and there's double shots oh, of double Starbucks shots. energy drinks, and then there's bangs on the table. And there's water, too, and folks. There's, Well, yeah. There's what we, on the we table. Don't drink, <laughs> bangs.
0: Bangs. Energy drinks. Oh! Bang! <laughs> Bang! I was
2: looking for like fake bangs.
0: Right, that's
4: what I was thinking. <laughs> oh my God. I this love this the Joe. 80s? This is going to be an interesting <laughs> show. Big Bang. Well, I love Joe. The Big Bang Theory, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's number two. A 46 year old man, Jason P., I, I take their last names out because it's bad enough as it is, these poor folks, who had stolen a black stallion. You know a stallion is? Uh-huh. A horse, right? Uh, and went riding, uh, riding down Westheimer Boulevard in Houston, Texas. He tried to hide from police <laughs> <by> <laughs> on a horse,
2: on a side.
4: by <laughs> posing perfectly still next to a statue of General Sam oh Houston, also on a stallion, in Herman Park. <laughs> wow, that's original. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, he, so okay, I, I just picture this The guy the guys stole this stallion I don't know, he must have been high or something, right? And he's galloping down the road And, and, he, and the police are after him So he takes the horse He pulls up Pulls up right next to the statue uh, 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 And now the thing that's funny about that is I think, if I remember right Because I lived in Houston for a while This statue is actually elevated on top of an arch So it's not even at ground level How did he get the horse up there?
1: You well, that's the statue. Did.
4: But he pulls up next to it and tries to hold perfectly still, pretending to be a statue.
2: <laughs> welcome to meth. I don't, I
4: don't, I don't, think the horse was obeying. Not
5: at the museum. Geez. Tim uh, trails. Jesus. <laughs> <Welcome laughs> <to meth. laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's.
2: Look, even Christy <laughs> looks disturbed about that one. She is. does. She's Checking Ryan out. out.
4: Uh, Number three, police say that 18-year-old Linda and 27-year-old Larry, Linda and Larry,
2: this can't go well,
4: ran out of gas after robbing a property in Longmont, Colorado. How did they get caught? Well, though they had plenty of cash before the robbery, they forgot to fill up on gas at the robbery. What did they rob? A gas station. Oh,
2: God. Mm.
4: They never made it out of the parking lot before the car went uh, dry. It went that they oh. were driving with spitter sputter and ran out of petrol. The gas station. <laughs> they went to a gas station. They had money already to put gas in the car. The car was on empty. They robbed the gas station, and then they couldn't get out of the parking lot because they didn't have any gas. Well, didn't Steve Miller do a song about that? Did he? Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: come on around, uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 wait. Give me a <laughs> hand on that one, oh. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue.
4: Oh yeah, Billy Joe and Bobby yeah. Sue. Woo, woo, Take woo. the money and run. Took yes. the money and run. Mm.
0: They put pulled into the gas station, robbed it, <laughs> and put, put out. <laughs> That's
5: pretty pretty dumb. It's impulsivity, huh? It is, is impulsivity.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's oh uh, here's God. number four. Uh, we only have five, yeah, so let's get along. So, <laughs> <laughs> authorities say a man who was in Colorado, Colorado again. Oh, God. Well, you know, Colorado is the original legalized marijuana yeah, state, right? <laughs> well, I, it's like no I like them. no wonder. I like them. It's no they wonder. Are the, to <laughs> the air is
5: thin up there. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, authorities say that a man who was in Colorado court for violating his bond and a drug charge is in even more trouble after a wad of cocaine fell from his hat while he was in front of the judge.
2: Oh, my God.
4: 43-year-old Juan was standing next to two other defendants at the Eagle County District Court podium when he took his hat off and a wad of cocaine fell to the floor. Juan was then walked to the county jail and now faces new charges of narcotic possession and another bond violation. Juan told authorities he was simply showing respect to the judge by taking his hat off. Wow. Can you imagine! Oh, I'll take my hat. You know, tip my hat to the judge, and a big old wad of cocaine falls out. At least it fell out of his hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <At least he's... laughs>
0: that is true. Oh
4: um, yeah, uh, so he wasn't.
2: He's friends next with... to the person with the twenty
5: dollars. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're both sitting in jail together.
4: Okay, and here's the last one. Two women who escaped from jail. Now, this one takes the cake. It really does. Yeah, this can't go well. Two women who escaped from jail in Alberta, Canada, were uh, apparently so confident in their abilities that they headed to an escape room. Now, you guys know what an escape room is? Mm -hmm. It's a game where they put you in a room, and then you follow these clues Mm -hmm. to try to escape. So they were so confident after they broke out of jail They went to an escape room less than 24 hours later. Another escape proved impossible. However, when police officers surprised them within minutes, the scene unfolded Tuesday at SideQuest Adventures in Edmonton. Which challenges visitors to escape locked rooms using a series of clues. Co-owner Rebecca Law says two w- women entered the business around eight thirty p.m. and asked some questions about the game and wanted to go into the escape room. Oh my god! <laughs> While I was holding the conversation with them, uh, we turned and only to find a hallway full of police officers. The two women were arrested immediately, and that was the end of that conversation. Why would you escape from jail and then go want to play in an escape room? Uh, That's just weird. <sighs>
2: Welcome to meth. Was
4: <laughs> that Colorado, too? Bass
5: actors.
2: No, that was in I
4: Canada. Know.
0: Okay. A? They got thin air, too. Well,
2: guess, so. yeah. <laughs> I I have no words.
0: Now we're doing it. Okay.
4: Yeah. I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. <laughs> Happy New Year. Well. Oh, dear me. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> oh, right
3: Uh-oh. it's time for Monty Man's
2: weekly wine. Oh, I love the baby.
4: I know you. You do. I do, you do love, love the, the baby. baby. You need one of those. No, I don't. Well, uh-uh. oh, this is where we give.
2: People... I am laser time fixed. I do not need a little baby. <laughs> I have an animal kingdom well, at home. I'm all good right. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. Getting,
4: Mm-mm. getting real for 2018, everybody. <laughs> By the way, uh, my newest collection to the Gnome family is Monty and Marcia Gnome.
2: Yeah, where did you get that?
4: Isn't that great? That uh, is cute. uh Debbie and Byron Rop got that for us. Aww. Uh, you guys can't see it because you're, we're on the radio. You're missing it. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But and, and there's there's actually a, a little thing there that you know what do you call that? It absorbs a light and then solar powered. The it, solar powered the little lantern turns on at <laughs> night. Uh, what's that <laughs> called? It's called a light. <laughs> it's a li- got a wine To kick us off with Oh yeah dun, dun, dun. This yeah. is By the way uh, Ryan We have a, Monty Man's Weekly Wine Is where we get to Complain about something Oh <laughs> right on My
5: favorite thing Right and, and, oh, yeah. and
4: my wife says Why don't you have Something that you can Praise and say That it, wonderful that happened I said Where's the fun in that <laughs> <laughs> that, ain't
1: know, work. that ain't working
4: Addicts and alcoholics ain't. Love to complain So <laughs> That, you that know. ain't working yeah, so Denver, what's what's up, man? Uh, all right, so
0: uh it ain't much and nothing, really. but t- Tony's going to like this. Yeah, take it to heart, people, if you're working in fast food. I pulled up to uh a uh, McDonald's. I, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and say it, man. We and, and, already I,
2: know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we won't...
4: Ryan, by the way, Tony is the queen of the Golden Arches. <laughs> going on she's, won, there. she's won awards. She's been recognized. You know, regionally and everything else, and been working at McDonald's way too long. (laughs) And and we are so happy that yours is open on this side of town.
2: I'm happy they didn't go ahead and withdraw your wine first. So,
0: anyways, it's not just McDonald's. I pull up to uh, drive up occasionally on the roll, (laughs) and uh, I get my order to go. Boom. I don't check the bag because I'm already running late, obviously, if I'm eating food on the run. Yeah. So I get there and about halfway into the burger, I noticed it's sopping uh, ketchup ready to drip everywhere. So I immediately (laughs) reach over in the bag trying to maintain my focus. And there is no napkins. (laughs) And I'm wearing a white shirt. Immediately, I'm thinking, all right, this isn't well at all. So, (laughs) This has happened numerous lately. uh, You pull up to a drive-up, and like I said, you're obviously on a mission. You're eating food on the run, and there's no napkin to clean up yourself a little bit. And if you're going for a job interview or something, (laughs) you, you don't want ketchup on your shirt. So if, if you're working drive up people could you please make sure you put some napkins in there for us please <laughs> Thank yeah,
4: you. I've had that happen more times than I can that I care to yeah, to yeah. talk about where there's no napkins in there Yeah just a couple you it, know
0: And and being the person I am I usually have some over in the glove box but uh, I did not at midnight get that far
4: mm-hmm. Yeah yeah, well, and what's up with going to restaurants and they give you one little skinny napkin? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's and you I get in trouble that's, for that because I get more.
0: That's yeah. They're,
2: thank you. Their thing is one napkin per item, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm messy.
5: Yeah, I mean, if you have one, it's all wadded up in your hand. Yeah, right. And yeah, the first one's just
0: to make sure it's a napkin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put it in your pocket. You know.
2: And will I say that was not my store?
0: Yeah, we're happy to have your <laughs> store open. I haven't pulled back in yet, but I'm anxious.
4: Yes. Do you have anything to whine about, Tony?
2: Um well, at the same store that parking lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I will just
2: add on to it since we're on a roll. Yeah, yeah. let's let's and gold, it's no let's secret let them have either. It. The
4: golden arches over by Highway five, mm-hmm. Interstate five. When when you if you don't park there <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a hotel across the street Park over there
2: Oh, and the Walks of Shame that I've seen in the two months i worked over there Oh, good lord That oh, was
4: one. The Walk of Shame? Oh Explain. You At know those,
0: hotel- don't you? The Walk no, of Shame way.
4: What is that? So, <laughs> tell me
0: about the Walk of Shame I don't know what the Walk of Shame is No, 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 this is your story I know the Walk of Shame, though <laughs>
4: The Walk of
2: Shame is when Like, okay, I did a couple of them in my drinking career I won't lie But, um when you, like, go to a hotel after a night of partying or whatever. It seemed whatever, like a good or, idea at the it time. It seems like a great idea. Then you uh-huh. go coyote ugly, uh-huh. and then you're like, crap. Then yeah, you just you're just, you're alone. just <laughs> <laughs> walk down the sunglasses
4: Oh, the day after, which a lot yeah. of people are doing today. Mm-hmm.
5: Right? Oh, it's oh. still going.
4: Day after. But none of us here have hangovers. That's no. no. <laughs> what I, I was going to say.
5: Afterwards, when did it
0: ever stop?
4: Or That's exactly, favors,
2: right. you know. <laughs>
0: We're going to see a sudden rise in the next two oh. months, also of meetings. So if you oh, yeah. if you have a regular family based meeting, right. you're going to expect some new faces. Mm-hmm. You already you already know that though.
4: That's true. That's true. Ryan, anything to whine about?
5: Oh, you don't want me to go into that. Oh boy. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Come on, Joe. <laughs> well, I've got uh, I've got a couple, huh.
4: and, and you know me, I'm not afraid to call them out. Denny's. <laughs> Alright, we're hitting people today Denny's, Denny's in Albany So Marsh and I go to Have breakfast at Denny's And we're seated And we wait And we wait And we wait And finally a waitress comes by um, Now we've been there Probably a good ten minutes mm-hmm. And this family Sits next to us in a in the booth And this waitress comes by And she says um, I'll be with you shortly. I'm going to wait on them first. And I said, excuse me, we've been here for 10 minutes and they just got here. And she said, I said, I'm going to wait on them oh first. My oh, goodness. I would have gone off. So I said, well, then we're leaving. And so we got up and we started to leave. And she says, oh, and by the way, have a very Merry Christmas. <gasps> Yeah, real snotty. Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, so that's Denny's in Albany over there, off of I five, <laughs> across from Home Depot. Girl, just you think- better
2: be glad that was not me getting up and leaving just because we case. would have had some words. So
4: burn it down, right? Burn that's it what, down. You know. Burn it down. You have burn good wings, but burn it down. So that's uh, that's what happened over there, um, and here's here's one. It just I, ugh. I think I'm gonna go by and mention that. At Denise today, just <laughs> go. Hey, I was listening to they
0: this radio station, and here's their card. You should listen to the show. You should listen to the show <laughs> and find out who this waitress is. Well, and
4: I told the person at the cash register what happened, and she just looked shocked. She was like, uh, 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 "Oh, I'm sorry." So it was probably just no, a, that was a fake shock. Yeah, well, I was just another waitress, I think. But anyway, Um, so we went to go see Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh, good
1: boy. Okay,
4: oh. now we bought four. Tickets. How many Last Jedi's are there? Oh, there's tons. Four tickets. That means we bought four (laughs) seats. That means I can choose whatever four seats I want to. And if I want to put a coat in each seat and not watch the movie, those are still my seats. Mm -hmm. I paid for them. You guys agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the place was pretty crowded. Can, uh, Colin, my son, and his fiance are sitting next to me on my left. My wife is sitting to my right. They get up to go use the restroom and get some popcorn.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Right? The movie hasn't started yet. This other couple, there's two seats on the left of them, come and sit down. But as they were sitting down, I I just politely said to them, um, I just wanted to let you know my son and my uh, fiance are sitting here. And they go, that's against the law. <laughs> theater law I said, excuse me? He goes, it's the rule You cannot save seats It's. And I said, excuse me They're already here in the theater I said, I purchased these seats I will save whatever seat I choose I paid for them
1: mm-hmm.
4: I was pretty blind He says, no, no, it's against the law I'm like, what? Now, the guy... He was about my age, so he wasn't senile. Am I senile? <laughs> <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Take a look around. And he said he says he says, it is policy that you cannot save seats against the law. I'm I'm like, what law? I never heard of such a thing. So I'm telling you, if you buy, if you purchase tickets and you sit down and you claim your seats, those are your seats. Yeah. You you own them, you're renting those seats for that during that movie. So whoever that guy was, burn him down. What, what, was <laughs> no. what was the outcome? Yeah, what was the outcome? Nothing. My son son came and fiance came back and your sat son, down. Your son's a big boy. And he looks at me and he goes, thanks for saving our seats, Dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, son, the trouble I went through.
2: Oh, God. You need to start taking me with you because I will be like, mm-mm. Your
0: Italian mm-hmm. voice. You? The finger's going right uh-huh. now, people. Mm-mm. It's just, <laughs>
4: it's just, <laughs> it's just very weird. All right, we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a break, and we we'll come back and play some take trivia, and then we're gonna uh, talk to Ryan, and he's gonna share some of his experience, strength, and hope. So don't go away. Listen to this. Turn
1: around, hit the ground,
3: time to lay a burden down.
4: Christ-centered, faith-based solutions for youth, adults, and families struggling with life-controlling problems such as addiction.
3: Drugs and alcohol allowed me to let go of the bundle of fears that were always
5: with me, even if it was just for a little while. But pretty soon, I was deep in addiction. After an overdose almost left my son without a mom, I finally decided to come to Teen Challenge. Although I was away from my family for a long time, it was the best decision of my life. Today, I'm clean and sober, and God has more than restored my family. He's transformed it.
4: For more information and to locate a Teen Challenge center near you, visit TeenChallengeUSA.com. Hey, this is Tommy Holmes, and this is the recovery talk and positive music of Take12Radio.com. <laughs> and now... And now... It's the Quiz of the Week. That's right. That's right, everybody. It's time for Take12
3: Radio's Quiz of the Week. Take 12 Trivia, brought to you by that award-winning recovery magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at
2: 12stepgazette.com. Now take it away, the Monty Man! Cecil has effects, too?
4: Cecil has
0: effects. (laughs) That was odd. Christy just got up. I know. Did a parade across, and yeah, here she we come again. again. Yeah. yeah, she had
2: the Facebook what?
0: parade across the whole desk. She's
2: not sure about the hands. And what are you doing? Back. She's trying to figure out where they're coming from.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
4: right. <rude. laughs> All right, yeah. um, <laughs> drunk abuse trivia this week. Drug abuse trivia. Excellent. And if you get it right, and if you get it wrong, you get the fluff machine. All right, uh, number one, and and because Ryan's our special guest, well, you you'll have a chance to answer this first. He, he,
2: yes, <laughs> 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 pressure? Pressure?
4: <laughs> Billy Joel did a song called Pressure.
2: I thought that was queen. Under
4: Pressure. That, that was Queen. That, that, no,
0: Under Pressure was uh, who was that? <clears throat> I don't Under, know. Uh, Bill, uh, Billy Joel did no. do a song called Pressure. Uh, it's David Bowie. No, Under,
5: Under Pressure. It's Queen. It's queen. Thank you. Because she's the queen of the archers. The queen would know. Billy Joel I love did Joe. A, <laughs> I said. Joe, Joe is, is did welcome song. back. Uh,
4: you're going to need to look that up. It's David Bowie. queen. Billy Joel did a song called Pressure. I am telling you. I have the album. I'm pretty sure he did there's too. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, Okay. Here agree. you go. Here you go. No. Here no. you go. All right. What kind of drug is alcohol? Now, there's multiple choice. All right. So here you go.
1: Ooh.
4: Is it a stimulant? Is it a depressant? Or is it a
5: coagulant? Oh man, t- this is a test I can actually probably ace. <laughs> <We do>. <laughs> actually, <laughs> probably. <laughs> okay, depressant. It's a depressant?
4: What do you say, depressant. Tony? What do you say there, Never? <laughs>
0: Depends on which what beer it was But yeah, it's <laughs> depressant Yeah, you
4: guys are correct It causes less excitement of brain cells Thus giving it the classification of a depressant It affects areas of the brain That are responsible for memory Formation, decision making, and impulse control mm. Do tell Bad, bad decision control. making
2: <laughs> I know I had a few of those in my life
4: Walk of shame <laughs> Okay, Ryan, uh, because you're our guest, you get first crack at this. What does LSD stand for? LSD. Here are your choices. Uh, Lubricated stimulant (laughs) (laughs) diversion. Lubricated Uh, stimulant diversion. Bring it down. Lysergic Mm. acid dilothamid or let's stay diluted. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Okay, what do you say, Tony?
2: I was going to say Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, but that wasn't a choice. That's just another song. (laughs) I say number two.
4: I trust you. Yeah, yeah. it's the long. It's de- Lysergic me. acid di- <laughs> diethylamide. Yes.
2: That's not a fun word.
4: Yeah, well, LSD was initially synthesized in 1938 uh, from argotamine. Tamine, argotamine I, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. A chemical derived um, by Arthur Stroll from ergot. Ergot is a grain fungus that often grows on oh. rye. Yes, the witch hunts. Yeah, in Massachusetts. Rye. LSD is measured in, in micrograms, a, uh, micrograms? Yeah, micrograms. A typical dose is between 100 and 500 milligram, uh, micrograms. Yeah. It grows on rye. Like it's, the uh, bread? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I know in the seed trade, uh, arrogate, I believe, is what it was called. It was some fungus. Arrogate, that grew, right. That's right. Yeah, that grew on uh, grass seeds and it would drive cows crazy. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, arrogate timing yeah. is a yeah. full word. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mad cow disease. All
4: right. Here's number three. Uh, when we drink alcohol, what specifically are we usually drinking, Ryan? Are we drinking ethyl, methyl, or fentanyl?
5: <laughs> I think I've drank ethyl before, but that's, I put that in my car. So. Oh
4: my! I'm not even touching that. One.
5: <laughs> is it ethyl alcohol, methyl alcohol, or fentanyl alcohol? Well, fentanyl is. Uh, an opi- opioid, so... So it wouldn't be that, Meth- right? It's the um, methyl. You
4: say me- me- methyl alcohol? No, it's ethyl. It's ethyl alcohol? What do you say, <laughs> do you say Tony? Ethyl alcohol, methyl alcohol? Come on, drug? Tony. We're They all sound like
0: cousins. I don't know. Um, number
2: one.
4: Ethyl alcohol? Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you say, Denver? <laughs> uh, premium for me. I'll go with ethyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are correct. It is uh, ethyl alcohol, also known as ethanol. Ethanol, um, that's what I say. Ethyl alcohol is the psychoactive drug present in all alcoholic drinks. Methyl alcohol is methanol. Uh, it is used as a fuel and as an antifreeze, amongst other things. It's highly toxic with the potential to cause blindness and death. Good Here's boy. a side note. Here's a side note for all of you who are in treatment centers where there is hand sanitizer. So don't, don't give him don't. the idea. Don't. Okay. Don't. <laughs> Look, I thought NyQuil no, was no, but, a good but idea. But here's something. Here's something, and I, I did not realize it. I thought that methanol was what was in hand sanitizer that causes blindness. It's not. It's actually the drinkable stuff. Yes. Uh, it is uh, ethanol. Uh, ethanol uh, is in hand sanitizer. Sixty-two to sixty-five percent of ethyl alcohol or ethanol, making hand sanitizer a hundred and twenty proof. Oh my god. 120 proof, yeah. Your basic. Uh, I didn't need to hear that. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Your
4: basic uh, bottle of vodka is about 80 proof. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so. Uh, but because of the way it's manufactured, it can also cause serious illness. Very, very, you very think? bad. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
2: It's good to clean mirrors with, though.
4: It's good to clean, what? Hand sanitizer? Mm-hmm. Really? Excellent To clean when mirrors. But it keeps with. the fog off of them? Mm-hmm. So, oh, I did not know that.
2: You don't need a lot of it, though, okay. trust me.
4: Uh, And here's your last one A substance invented by (laughs) Not at 120 proof You don't
2: (laughs) You just smell it and you
4: get
0: drunk (laughs) My reflection in the mirror is clear It's pretty fuzzy
4: Uh, A substance invented by the Bayer Company In Germany in the late 1800s And thought to be a cure for morphine addiction What was it? Here are your choices Aspirin,
5: LSD, cocaine, or heroin What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan (sighs) Joe. My guess is morphine, but I think morphine was before. Our no, this heroin. was a cure for morphine. I think it was heroin, because morphine was the original. Okay, what you do know. you think,
2: Tony? I don't know.
4: The Bayer Company invented this. Oh, so it's aspirin if it's Bayer, right? <laughs> mm. That's Bayer. They probably yeah. experimented. I don't
2: know. Is it B-E-A-R or B-A-Y?
4: B-A-Y-E-R. Oh, the Bayer. Bayer. Oh, company has got to be aspirin. Man.
2: Ryan's right. Okay, Uh That's I'll not go name. with him.
4: You're going to go with
2: aspirin? Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> i
4: what do
5: you think? What's uh, my name?
2: A, uh, Joe. <laughs>
5: well, I kind of forgot who I was, was now <laughs> <laughs> heroin.
4: Right. Uh a cure a bear company invented this what they thought was a cure for morphine addiction, aspirin, LSD, cocaine, or heroin. I say heroin. No, you already said. You oh, yeah, <laughs> I, right. I'm going to go with heroin. They probably went out on a limb on that. Well, Denver is correct. You guys are wrong. You should have stuck with your original choice yeah, there, my, Ryan. Yeah, my second-guessing
5: myself. That's my problem. That's the science, the scientists that. who
4: invented it and used it said it made them feel heroic, thus the name heroin.
5: Hmm, the damsel in distress, huh? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. There wow. you go.
4: Made like you the morphine didn't
5: heroic. do enough. Yeah. yeah, how'd that Lock work out? Shame. Yeah, how'd that come out? Uh-huh. Not it so didn't well. work out too well, actually. Bay back to the Matrix, Morpheus, huh? Oh Lord! Well, that does it for Take Twelve
4: Trivia this week.
1: Yay!
4: That almost sounded like Cecil. <gasps> when I uh, say yay, yeah, do it again, Mommy. I can do imitations of Cecil. Yeah, you can
2: no one really knows
4: oh, sil- who this. silence <laughs> in the studio I, I tried it. guessing
2: I tried guessing once it didn 't
4: work she did yeah um I, I just want to give a a huge shout out to some very very uh, important people to take 12 radio first of all, I want to mention Potomatic, who is one of our main sponsors, uh, one of our platinum sponsors here uh, Potomatic is the folks they are the largest host of podcasters in the world. And they sponsor our show, Take 12 Recovery Radio. You can visit their website at podomatic.com. Um, also, Patrick LeBeau.
2: Patrick LeBeau.
4: Patrick has been sponsoring us for some time now. And uh, Roger McDermott uh-huh. has been sponsoring us for some time now. They are all platinum sponsors. And our gold sponsors, uh, Donald Roberts, Descending Dove Ministries, Curtin and Demi Palmer, Marco Ronzi, Keith Jones from the UK, uh, Dennis yeah, I'm going to see if I can get this right. Uh, Jasinski, I believe, is how you pronounce his last name. And Todd, who's that? Who's thank that? Todd. Who's Todd. that? Todd. <laughs> who's thank that? you, folks. Thank you, folks. Thank you so much yeah, for contributing you. to Take Twelve Radio. Yes. It it's, uh, it means a lot. All right. So in studio with this uh, this week is Ryan H. And Ryan has completed his 12 months at the Willamette Valley Campus of Adult and Teen Challenge Men's Center. Um, Ryan, what was going on before you came into the Teen Challenge program and started taking a
5: stab at this sobriety and recovery thing, man? Well, what's your story, brother? Oh, well, Monty, it was a whole lot of me. Whole lot of you? All about me. Me, myself, and I all the time. Yeah. Um, and any drug I could find, alcohol, it didn't matter, anything to just escape where I was at. Um, why'd you need to escape? Or why'd you feel like you needed to? Well, and you know... At first, I think it was me creating things as a child, you know, to run away from what I thought my parents were doing to me, because I was always right, and they were always wrong when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, that in relationships that were way out of my league. I mean, we we just grow up too fast, it seems like, anymore, and I grew up way too fast at the age of 13, you know, and I had to make adult decisions about things, I, you know, my choices in life. Right. And so... Along with those choices when it came to relationships with women, along came the drugs and the alcohol to make sure I can maintain my grown-up, you know, manly-type persona. Right. To be the man and, you know, kind of project what I thought a man was supposed to be. And even though I had been taught by my father, you know, who's a very godly man and was raising me on those principles, uh, I just pushed the other way. Uh, I just felt like I was... Their love for me was pushing me the other way, and it's all their fault. It started becoming everybody else's fault. And so inside, I just started using it to cope with every single emotion I ever had. Mm. I didn't really know how to have emotions. I, I, they didn't exist to me in reality. So I could escape at any moment. I could be the center of attention, you know, in sports or music. I was incredibly talented and gifted in a bunch of things and, and blessed. By the Lord, and I took advantage of it and used it for self glorification, and then reinforced it with relationships, and drugs and alcohol, and it just progressed. And, yeah. And then, um, well, aren't we supposed to have kids and get married right at some some age? You know. That's, yeah, the American dream. Mm hmm. House, well, picket fence, two cars
4: in the garage. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. What? Well. we uh. <laughs> <laughs> goes a van in Mexico, baby. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so you're supposed to do all these things, right? Yeah, expectations are preconceived disappointments. You betcha, um, and that uh, is so true. Um, all I know is that I don't. I know everything about the. I know nothing about everything, or everything about nothing at all. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going on ideals, and you know what I think I'm supposed to be, and and, and have a life with a family, and get married and have kids, and not choosing the best partners and toxic relationships. Right. And then, so I was part, I was in a rock band growing up in high school and I was just a part of that whole sex, drugs and rock and roll thing. And so, you know, I had a good girl and then I moved on to uh, a groupie. Oh, well,
0: <laughs> sex, drugs, rock. And uh, roll.
5: Then, <laughs> then I married a groupie. There you go. Are oh, you married a groupie? Yes. And wow. I was in San Diego at that time. Um, playing in a band down there and married her and then came back up here after she broke up the band because that's usually how it goes uh mm. play the drums and i play the horn but um it just broke the whole band up and so i came back up here and proceeded to just get deeper and deeper in but i'm like oh I'll just i'll, I'll have a child I, I got a steady job you know taking care of a guy quadriplegic and I'm like, well, look at me. I'm doing something good for the world. I'm taking care of somebody. Because my heart was there. I, I really cared about people. Yeah. It was just my dad. The Lord placed it on my, my heart to do that type of work. I was a lifeguard for many years, too. And so I, I ended up, you know, planning a child, getting married, planning a child, had my son, and uh, was like, oh, wow, everything's better. I'm actually, you know, but it wasn't because I was using the whole time. I'm not present. Wherever I was at, I was always a million miles away. Sure. And so I just continued on that pattern. And then I was like, okay, you know, I'm looking at my life. I'm getting deeper in. I don't even know. I'm not making it to work anymore. You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, so I, I just kind of say, you know what? I'm done with this marriage and tried to split. And as that happened, it drove me deeper. She moved away with my son. And then <laughs> this is Okay. Then I have another child because I go to visit, of course. And This is my wife. I'm not fully divorced yet. So then she gets pregnant again, have another kid. And during the whole course of this, I'm, I'm, there is no like sobering up. It's just getting worse and worse. And it wasn't just alcohol. It was everything I could put in my body. Garbage. <coughs> sure. And so I said, you know, the question, you sure you're on birth control? You know, <laughs> when I visit her, yeah, yeah, I'm on birth control. No, she wasn't on birth control. Have another child do the other thing the same thing again, and then uh, drag her down with me even farther you know and mm. then the same process happened again. I tried leaving, you know I, I was just empty just so empty, and then she got pregnant again, and so I'm like, okay, you know in the Bible in Corinthians it talks about not getting divorced, you know, make it work, so I tried to get you know her into counseling with me, do the whole nine yards with the church and when you marry a non-believer and try and convert them when you're not strong enough because you think you're the hero and you can rescue them, mm. And it, it just doesn't work.: Which
4: speaks to your own codependent issues.:
5: Yes, right. I, I didn't get my worth from inside. It always came from other esteem from other people because of the talents or gifts that I had. And that was just such a false sense of reality, and it, and it drove me just into a deep pit of delusion. I, I was so delusional. And then at the age of 32, I one morning I got up and was eating an uh, apple fritter. I was drinking a half gallon of, of whiskey a day plus. <laughs> a a, fritter. Plus you- With the a fritter. fritter
0: and a half gallon. <laughs>
2: okay. That's breakfast and donuts right there. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah,
4: For an alcoholic? Yeah,
2: you bet. I put mine in my coffee. <laughs> that was a great morning.
5: Oh, oh man. man. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> this is, I, We're laughing now, but this—it's yeah, funny no, no, now. with you, not at you. It's
4: funny now, yeah. but yes. it wasn't funny then. Yes. Yeah,
5: yeah. Okay, so that's what happened. Is I ate that apple fritter, and then here I go. My pancreas explodes in my body, but I don't know what it is, and I—I oh, wow. end, end up in the in the hospital. And of course, my mother-in-law is the only person I could get a hold of to drive me to the hospital. The one person, you know, I didn't want to talk to. And I I mean, I was so violently ill. I think I was coaching at the time, swim coaching. And um, I looked great on the outside, but on the inside, I was rotten to the core until my body just shut down. My pancreas blew up and I ended up in a coma. I died for about four or five minutes on the table. They couldn't get a trach in me and I was dead. And I was in ICU. Once they got the trach in, my kidneys had stopped functioning. about two and a half weeks and i could tell you guys things that probably would sound crazy but the lord took me and showed me things when i was in this coma that blew my mind and so i started coming out of this coma and they induced a coma again on purpose because the alcohol was killing me again as as my kidneys started so they had to put you out for you to heal up yes yeah Yeah. and so i I, here i am again I'm, i'm in this coma and and I and I well, twenty eight days later, I guess I thought it was a weekend. My mom I hear my mom's voice. She says, "Ryan, how long do you think you were out?" I was like, "Oh, just three days." You know. and I can't talk because I have this trach Aww. in my throat. And she's like, "No, you, you were out for twenty eight days." And I said, "I didn't know what to do. I just started welling up. I I just weeping. I didn't know what to, mm-hmm. to think. And <clears throat> but the fact that my family was there." by my side, praying the whole time. And even the doctor stated, because of their faith and standing there in prayer circles around me, there is such a great thing when the presence of God is in the room and I'm so blessed to even be alive. And this is how horrible of a person I was and so into myself is that I, a year later after I'm all on morphine again because the doctors are now jacking me up on opiates, Sure. They say if you drink, you're going to die of anaphylactic shock. I have diabetes, you know, I have to take insulin. I'm in denial about that. And so I proceed to just continue on. Taking morphine, and then I started to drink about a year later. The divorce was finalized. Woo, everything's going to be better now, right? No, Mm. just then self-pity, which um, Oswald Chambers says is satanic um, Mm. because self-loathing, self-pity is definitely... That's a lie of the enemy, right? Yes Yeah, m- you bet Convince you of whatever uh, he wants you the, You know, prince of the air Right Father, you know, a father of lies Lies, excuse me but <clears throat> Yeah, let me catch my breath here
4: Yeah, so when God t- says That you are worth every good thing that he has to offer And the enemy of your soul says No, you're not You're scum And then you tell yourself you're scum You're taking the side of the devil You yeah. really are Right. I mean, I know you're not intentionally doing that, but but, I mean, that's what we're doing we're siding with him and saying, yeah, you're right. But that's a lie,
5: right? Yes, it is. Yeah. But it's so convincing. It's so. It it, is. An ever so slight twist on what reality is. Did did you think that you were supposed to feel that way
4: in order to show that you were sorry and humble and all that stuff? I'm just worthless because that's the way I should feel because I should feel remorse.
5: Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Like, uh, it's. Not true humility. No. It is just false. And um, he can convince us of that. You know, it's just the enemy is so the inside of me, the end of me, and had been controlling me for so long. Yeah. So um I ended up, you know, proceeding to lose my children one by one, you know, my, to my kids, to my parents, and giving up everything I cherished and cared about. And I ended up... Um, Moving, I, I I lost everything, in when I was living in Salem, I moved over to Sisters, Oregon, with uh, my parents. Uh, and who wants to live with their parents when they're, you know, thirty thirty four, thirty five years old? And sure, well, I'll tell you, I I love my parents. They're the greatest people, and I thought they were the ones who caused all this. When the only person who caused all this was me in the first place, mm. and and me trusting in the falseness of, of what Satan has to bring us, it will kill, steal, and destroy right. our lives. Um, through the, you know, mercy, God's mercy is the only reason that I'm even here alive. He brought me back for a reason from this coma. <coughs> I was spit out yeah. lukewarm back into the world. I, it was like he said, you're not done here. And I still chose to, you know, go against him. And so I ended up, let's see, you know, hospitals all the time, eventually using all all until the age of 40. I was in the hospital 12 times a year, you know, wow. on, on the death table, on the deathbed, And um, let's see. So last year I just showed up. I showed up. Uh, somehow I met somebody at work. It was a woman because I have codependency issues, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that relationship would be the one. And it was God's hand pulling me over here. And leading me to the Teen Challenge thrift store. Because uh, I needed clothes. Was it so the one, one in Albany? Yeah, the one in Albany, Oregon yeah. here. yes. And I, I filled up that application. And then my mom calls me that day on the phone. It's like, have you thought about going to Teen Challenge? Yeah. I was like, I just picked up the application because I've had it. My life is a mess. And I'm saying this, but then the, that night I go out and get a Dewey. And I'm driving, well, suspended, you know. Right. No insurance. And so... We know, now I just know the Lord had something planned in that because then I was able to detox when I got locked up. And then I was able to, the, all the warrants would be taken care of. And then my dad picked me up. I was broken. I was so broken mm-hmm. that I was seeking something. Yeah. I, I, and I did. I My dad picked me up out of jail after they transported me back to Deschutes County and then dropped me off at Teen Challenge. And I was so... Dead. My body. I was, you know, two hundred twenty pounds, and I weighed two hundred seventy pounds, and it, and it wasn't when you showed up at the shed center. Yep. You were two hundred twenty pounds. Yeah. Wow. And it, yeah, it was the best decision God made for me <laughs> in yeah. my entire life because I, my yeah. decisions and my understanding gets me exactly where it gets me, right, which is nowhere, right. right. Yep. So now to the to the hope I have is that I've. Learn to have confidence in Jesus Christ because I have my identity in Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's not me. It's all him. So every day I wake up, I journal, and I pray for more of him, less of me. More of him, less of me. Because my pride and my ego will control me until I end up right at the same place every time. And you were there for me, Monty, when I came through those doors. Bless your heart, baby. Yes. Appreciate that greatly. And. Throughout the whole year, I realized I have much more to offer as a servant of God Mm -hmm. than to be self-serving and was able to show the guys by cooking in the facility for like nine or ten months uh, how guys who are going through the line that didn't know how to love, I could show them my love through making them food and asking them how their day was. Right, The things that are important to men that have gone through what I've gone through and I think that's what real relationships, because relationships break us, and relationships put us back together. And it's mm. the investment in those, and what's backing that investment, which is you know the Word of God. It's so binding, and it's and there, there is nothing above it yeah. that can can lead us in the right direction. And I feel like I'm running on and babbling. No, no, not at all. Very important to give everything and lay it at the cross. Every day I wake up and and pick up the cross and carry it throughout the day because it can't be all about me because if it's all about me, I'm going to be right back in the gutter again doing the same thing I've always done.
4: Yeah, yeah. So so you now are, well, you made a decision. I remember you sitting down in my office and talking to me at one point several months ago about
5: thinking about, being an intern. Well, I was approached so many times, and see, I didn't see the quality in me that the other men on the staff were seeing. I, right. I still mm-hmm. was having that false humility that wasn't real, and mm-hmm. they approached me, and I said, "I'll pray about it," and I, you know, went to counsel about it. I talked to you, Monty, and and a, and a few of the other guys that were working with. I, I see. I talked to every single guy in there that was a you know a staff member. Or somebody who was a counselor because I needed all the input I could get because I had no clue what I was doing. And so yeah, it really, it was all you guys and me being still and listening to what you had to say to me. And then instead of just wanting to guess what you're going to say next or tell you. Right. Yeah. I had to just drop everything and I had to start with nothing. I had to be totally broken and listen to what you guys had to say and. I was able to start playing music again, and I started gaining confidence in all these things and all these talents and gifts I had, but used it to glorify God mm-hmm. instead of myself. Right, right. And so I'm going to continue on this as he leads me and guides me and pray every day for that strength, because the only way I can get the strength is, is through him. And, and that's about as simple as it gets with me. If I keep it simple, I'm okay. I get, sure, I get complicated, and Ryan gets over analyzing and sure thinks he can figure out you know how to save the world, yeah, when we know who <laughs> saved the world so
4: so what was the deciding factor what was was there was there one initial thing or was it several things where you made that decision i'm going
5: to go ahead and do this internship because it's a it's another year right well you know what to give back what was so freely given to me mm-hmm. and, and, and it's like Doing a job, I always wanted to be part of something positive, mm-hmm. and that was Christ-centered. And that internship was, God had just guided me right into it. I really didn't have to do anything but pray and, and then pray for confirmation through people. And he led me right there to stay there and give back to the guys. And it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like anything. It feels like, well, not anything, but it, it feels like I'm I'm giving back. From what I had taken away for so long, sure. From the people around me in the community, my family, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I get to spend time with the guys, talk with them. You know, I'm. It's not about me anymore. That, is it? Is it difficult to to
4: make that transition from once being a student, kind of growing up in the, in the center for a year with the guys, and then going into that position as intern? It's it, it, it. I I liken an internship to kind of like when you're a teenager, when you're an older teenager, you're 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 not old enough to be considered an adult, but you're too old to be considered a youngin. You're kind of stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's that can be challenging, right? Because now you've got. I don't want to say that you, you, you're not you, you don't have authority as a staff member, but you have more responsibility as an intern. That could be kind of challenging because you're kind of like in middle management, so to speak, for lack of a better
5: term. Is that is that challenging for you? For me, it, that is actually the, be, the best thing I have I have noticed about this is that it's all about approach and the love that I show the guys. Yeah. If I show them the love that god chose me mm-hmm. and it comes through me to them and then goes back that's where i got my joy back oh, and wow. so it's not great. the transition was not it wasn't like i thought it would be it was it's still time management <laughs> i'm horrible <with> <laughs> i
4: don't know too many of us that have that down very well <laughs> <laughs> sure. tony do you have time management down perfectly not at all do, mm-hmm. denver to you Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughed>. laughs okay. i feel better now thank you <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing an awesome job. And um really quickly, uh, one of the things that I wanted I wanted you to share with the listeners was um a little bit about your codependency because one of the things that you and I talked about mm-hmm. um a lot was your your perhaps your oversensitivity to the way people felt about you. Cuz a lot of your self-esteem came from the acceptance of others, mm-hmm. accepting you, right? Mm-hmm, yes. And I, I must say, a lot of us are
5: like that, right, Tony? Oh, no, I'm totally like that. Yeah, Denver. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Still to this.
4: So
5: day. how's that going? Um, I'll tell you, it's appro- I don't need approval from everybody and, and acceptance from them. now it's, uh, it's more of being confident. Mm. I, I, the, God has given me confidence in, in what I'm doing and. There's, I can't, and I'm alive now. I'm not just living, and I'm confident. And that I never thought I was ever going to be able to have again. And it's, I, I, I like to feel part of something, but right. I don't need to have that to feel worth about who mm-hmm. I am. So, because now your worth
4: comes from him.
5: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm so blessed. and mon- <laughs> And thank you for what you did for me. Well,
4: thank you, brother. Aww. We 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 help each other. Aww. The uh this show originally started as an email to a friend of mine who was in a twelve step fellowship and it was called sponsor to sponsor. Because we sponsor each other. Even if, even though uh like in twelve step recovery, we call it sponsors. You know, in in, in faith-based recovery we, we call it mentors or spiritual advisors. Um and it's the same thing, but but we we really help each other, don't we, Tony? Yeah, don't we, Denver? I mean, it's uh, fellowship it, is key. It is fellowship is. And that's
2: key. That's kind of what you're doing with the guys. You're kind of sponsoring them in your own little the, way. Yeah, that the tra-
5: yeah, that transition and having the mm-hmm. support around me all the time. It's so funny how now I I can know myself well enough to know I need them in my life mm-hmm. instead of pushing people away. <laughs> They're your reindeer now. Aww. Too.
4: Yeah, they're your reindeer, <laughs> <laughs> and the reindeer games.
5: Yes. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Affleck.
4: That's... Okay, come
2: on. let <laughs> be a fly on the wall for that
4: one. <laughs> okay, here's a trivia question for you. I've, I've been dying to ask you this, um, and I, I alluded to it earlier off the air. How many sinks are in the kitchen <laughs> at Teen Challenge? How what, many sinks? Three, six. What did I say? Three, five, seven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, see, Ryan's probably thinking kitchen. Because he
5: did share... Oh Okay, oh, that's what I'm saying.
4: In the kitchen, how many sinks? Should oh, you a question oh for just you. kitchen? In the kitchen, how uh. many sinks are there in that kitchen? <laughs> no, they're the old villains.
5: There are seven sinks in that kitchen, Monty. There are seven sinks? There are seven are sinks. Are you sure? Yes. What do you think, Denver?
0: I think there's ten. Oh, wait, no. Let me stop and count. One, one, three, two, six, three. Five. Oh, no, there's, there's eight. Four. There's eight. five six. There's only six. There you seven. got the two There's hand seven.
5: Wa- you know and the other hand washing sink yeah. on the back. Count I
4: say
1: ten.
0: There is seven.
4: <laughs> Tony <laughs> in. <don't assistant>. <laughs>
0: there is seven.
4: Are you counting the one in the floor? Ooh. That's a
0: drain That's not a sink dun, is, dun, dun. Don't you guys have a
4: sink thing in the drawer? That's Wanging a drain the bathtub, I'm drowning Okay, I guess that is a drain Okay
0: <laughs> Yeah, nice try I
4: don't know how many there are I just was going to see Because <laughs> now, now you're counting the wash, rent, sanitize The three, right? Well, yeah Those are sinks mm-hmm. Those are sinks Each one yeah. has an individual sink Okay mm-hmm.
0: There's you- seven there's seven. Yeah, and you I say, spent you I say, a
4: little time in there
5: myself. <laughs> well, you got to think of the, you know, the dish pit sink before. You the...
2: guys need to take pictures of this kitchen. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take
5: okay, of it now. I'm trying not <laughs> to think you, you about need the kitchen to come <laughs> and take a
0: tour.
2: I do need to come take a tour. Yeah, Any go time go time a tour. that you want, go take a tour. Let the us center.
0: know. We'll take you for a tour through this facility. I would love that. Yeah, you, James, come on out. Take a look. It's a beautiful facility. Uh, it is. It, the tile work is phenomenal. and we, we have ours? a you need to call ahead, and we'll set it up.
2: I'll just go through you, and we'll set yeah. it
0: up. All right.
4: Yeah. Good. Do that. Do Good. that. Ryan, thank you so much.
5: Yes, thank oh, you. It was my, my pressure. My Your pressure. pressure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had him all in the hot seat on the way here. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Denver
2: just... scared you, didn't he? Thank you so no. much
0: for...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never. You have to
4: what say, say talking that. About? <laughs> I paid him to say that. I Where's my <laughs> <Ryan? laughs> Um, so, I, I want to I close the show today by, by mentioning uh, something that happened to me the other day. Um, this is the year 2018. This is New Year's Day. Now, some of you may, are going to be listening to this later on in the week, but we tape it on on, on Monday, January 1st. <clears throat> and uh, if you're like me uh, and you spend any time at all on social media, you know that we talk about Monty Man's Weekly Wine and kind of in jest, uh, but there's a lot of people that are just disgruntled people they 're angry and they they post things on Facebook where they 're just every little thing is just it's it can be so depressing, right Well, I just want to tell you that there are still people out there in the world um that do acts of kindness oh yeah, and um uh, ushering us into two thousand and eighteen, although it wasn 't on new year 's day. Uh, the other day, um, I was in a restaurant here locally, and we had our meal comped. And at the time, I did not know who comped the meal. So, I mean, the waitress comes up to us after, the, after you know, about when she's going to bring us our fortune cookies, the Chinese restaurant. And she says to us, uh, you're free to go. <laughs> I'm like last time I heard somebody say that I was in the, I was in the sheriff's department hey, man. I said Woo-hoo. what She goes somebody has comped your meal And I said who and she goes some nice folks oh. And so that oh. told me That she was probably told that Not to not say, say, say who either. it was yeah. You know um, And at the time I did not know who did it um, I, I I, found out And I, I just want to say I want to say thank you I want to say uh, how much I appreciate that And um it, it it actually, now that I know, too, it's uh, it's touched my heart. And I want you all to understand that there are still, no matter what you're going through, there are still people out there that will pay it forward, that will do nice mm-hmm. things, that will uh, go out of their way to hold a door open for you, mm-hmm. to help you carry your groceries from your car to your, your front doorstep. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still people There are still waiters and waitresses That deserve to be tipped It's, mm-hmm. it's the simple things It is the simple things That really can uh, change a day for somebody Yes. And so my challenge For this year of 2018 Is to live Purposefully amen. Intentionally mm-hmm. Look for Make an effort to look for the good It's easy To look for the, it's easy to spot the bad Mm -hmm. because it screams real loud, right? Yeah. But there is a ton of good, and there are people out there that are doing good. Mm -hmm. And if we will stop and purposefully look for that, our attitudes may change a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. It It really is. If you look. Right. It really is everywhere. Uh, So do that this year. And, Ryan, thank you so much for um, being humble enough to come share your story and being very open about it. It's a a story of miraculous healing. It really is. And you're continuing in that process by giving away what's been given to you. And I'm so proud of you.
5: Thank you, Monty.
4: So our closing song is by uh, Mark Elder, and it's from his CD Just for Today. Uh, His interview was up all last week and it's called Standing in Two Worlds.
3: to Restoring my sanity Standing into worlds I've come to believe Though I'm standing into worlds something unseen is restoring my sanity
4: Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Listen, you can listen to many other broadcasts that we produce here at KHLT Recovery Broadcasting by going to Take12Radio.com and clicking on Follow Me on Podomatic. Or you can go directly to our Potomatic page, which is Take12RecoveryRadio.Podomatic.com. And you can download our app there as well. Or you can be old school and listen to our shows on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash Monty Meyer, M-O-N-T-Y-M-E-Y-E-R. Many thanks to our guest, Ryan H., uh, completed the 12-month Teen Challenge program. We're so proud of him for that and now is working as an intern at the Shed Men Center. And, of course, the Take 12 Recovery Radio family and all of our sponsors. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the gang, and we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now.
2: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
3: Cause she's a super cat, super cat. She's super kitty meow. Meow. Yeah, kitty 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 kitty. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>